coming to you from the DTC. This is OCN Drive with Jeffrey Erber. Hey gearheads, welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm Jeff Herbert and I'm here with the usual crew, including my bro, Graham Briggs, and Alex Ball, and Josh, of course, who is gesturing oddly at us, telling Graham to get his face up into that mic. He really Do wants, you hear that? He wants me to be really, really, really close to the mic. Apparently he wants you to make out with that mic. I'm basically doing that with the, the little velvet cover for the mic so awesome. but i'm not doing two mics like he's gesturing uh well he didn't pay for that so <laughs> he'll have to wait until season two which will be on our community so stay tuned we've been renewed for another season mm. what do you guys say we get cracking graham i love that idea and uh, i i am drinking yes the, uh, just like bush uh, I am drinking a Feast beer from Lone Tree Brewing. It is a uh, 6.3 ABB with a nice 25 IBU. I am literally... <laughs> um, I he's, am, he's received those orders before Yes, and succeeded greatly. Most of the time I'm complying with those orders. <laughs> but anyway, tell us about the beer that you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a Feast beer. Like I said, uh, 6.3 ABV and uh, 25 IBU. Excellent. Uh, what are you drinking? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That sound never gets old. This is the Lone Tree Brewing Mexican Lager, which is 5.3 alcohol by volume and 12 fluid ounces of freedom. Mm, 12 fluid ounces. Okay, before we jump in, you guys have all seen that commercial. I forgot what beer brand does it, but they're basically like doing like these like motivational speeches like for sports and they're just reading it off the can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that Dos Equis? It might be Dos Equis. I don't remember. Anyways, I just think that's funny cuz that kind of sounds like what we're doing. 12 yeah. fluid ounces. And they're all like, "Yeah." Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. We can get into cars now. I'm sorry. Let's get into cars. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to keep the uh, the news and the history a little bit short this time around because this is not only the season finale, but we're close to Halloween, so we're going to talk about some spooky car stories later on in the episode. With that said, I want to move on to the first bit of news, which is obviously the new C8 Corvette. Epic mic drop from Chevrolet. Uh, reviews are starting to trickle in right now uh, from a lot of the major publications out there, and uh, they're saying that it's pretty, pretty fantastic. Yeah. What have you guys read? Yeah, I've started to see because I'm a big YouTube guy. Um, I've started to see just kind of the not so popular YouTube channels, and even I mean, obviously the popular ones. They're like g- ours. They're getting their hands on C8s now, and they're getting to do like some track time and stuff. I haven't seen one on road yet i haven't seen an on road review mm-hmm. so i've i've only seen it on the track but the consensus is that it's pretty freaking good like significantly better than the c7 which is like a pretty s- substantial accomplishment mm-hmm. i would say cuz the c7 well, cuz the c7 was a fantastic car it's a great car yeah, yeah. So, but everyone's like it's a thousand times better than the c7 which is crazy and then it's yeah and then as you've marked down, it pretty much number t- 
to number matches the performance of a 911, <coughs> which is true. S, right? Yeah, which is quite literally double the price of this car. Exactly. To be exact for you listeners, the Porsche 911 hits 60 in 2.9 seconds. The Corvette needs just 2.8, making that, it one-tenth of a second faster, which is Bugatti? negligible. What's Bugatti's? The, like the, the Veyron? The Super Sport, the Veyron Super Sport. They don't have very fast 0 to 60 because it's such a heavy it's car. Such a heavy car, yeah. 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 Veyron, Bugatti's about top speed. What's, not, not Tesla's about. at like 2.5, right? Two point yeah, three, something like that. Okay. Some, what you're really thinking is like something like an Ariel Atom is yeah. like two point three seconds. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, that yeah, thing's a paperweight. That's all it is made for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 different. But I mean, what I'm saying is these are very impressive times because I mean, if you just think about it, that's the under three second mark in cars that also can go around a track fast and hit top speeds in a quarter mile of. 123 miles per hour. Yeah, I don't so. think we're going to see this car in showrooms for like the next five years. I think this car is just going to be sold out mm-hmm. forever. Like, unless they figure out how to, or they just decide to like crazily man- manufacture them. Because I bet their assembly line for this car is not very big. I bet it's, I, I bet it's, you know, astronomically smaller than like their truck line. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so it's like, well, and, yeah. And the first year sold out. Within like eight seconds all of it Corvettes, being for aren't sale. All Corvettes made in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Bowling Green, Kentucky, yeah, sir. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, it's so I can't even. I would I would be shocked if this car is not, especially with how much good press it's now getting. Um, I would be shocked if we see this car in a dealership for a long time because it's just going to be sold out. Like it's just like going to be straight delivery to people, right? And we're going to have to play the dumb game with dealerships where they're like, oh, 10% markup because... No, this is going to be, I think, in the realm of like 50% markup. I think that... 50% I markup? Be, I bet it is. I bet if a dealership wow. gets their hands... Because dealerships get allocated cars is how it works when it comes to cars like a C8. So like if a dealership sells a lot of cars, they get rewarded with like, we'll give you two allocations for C8s. Mm-hmm. And then they're, mm-hmm. they get shipped the car and then they get to do what they want with it. So that would be the only reason we do see C8s on show floors is that dealers have decided to use their allocations to keep it on the show floor right. for a little bit of time. And I, I would not be shocked if if they're trying to sell it for $80,000, $100,000. I mean, Ford has that issue with the Raptor. The Raptor and the GT350. Yeah, it's like the the Raptor until like the last 2 years has had a 10 to $20,000 markup on it, which is unbelievable. Insane. <laughs> so, yeah. cuz it's just it's a supply issue. Um it's not a supply issue for the Raptor anymore. It's just that people want it, but I think yeah. the C8's going to have a supply issue for a long time. Especially cuz a C8 and a Raptor are now comparable in price. The, so. the C8 is cheaper than a Raptor. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a maxed out yeah. a maxed yeah. out C8 is like a maybe mid level Raptor. Yes, that is so good. Which is crazy. It's like making because I think I think yeah, I'm pretty sure you can spec a Raptor out to 80 if you get every bell and whistle. I really want to spec one. Out. I really want to spec a C8 out now. I'm sure the I'm excited. Is the configurator not live? No, it's live. Oh, okay, I'm just I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot to do, which I appreciate. Like right. there's colors. Yeah. There's like some there's a couple packages like the ZR1 package. Um but they kept it really light, which I appreciate. It's kind of just like and they and the the ZR1 package only adds 20 horsepower. So it's like 
it's not a huge mm-hmm. gap. Yeah. And it's not yeah. even that expensive. Really, really, it's one of these, again, we go back to the serial killer choices. <laughs> if you don't get the ZR1 package, there's something wrong with you. Like, it's one of these packages, it's like, why would you not? Why is this not just standard? Like, what's the ZR1's doing? It's, just work it into the loan, and if you have to take another year. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. It's exciting, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really interested to see how the market reacts to it. Like, are Porsche sales going to just tumble, or BMW sales just going to tumble? I mean, again, I'd, there's going to be a supply issue, so they're, like, kind of shielded because of that. Yeah. Um, because it's just like, oh, I just can't get a C8. Like, it's right. impossible. So, but. Well, and it, it begs one of those questions. The Carrera is such a, or the 911 is such a cult car. I wonder how many people are going to convert from Porsche to Chevrolet. Because the thing about a 911 is, is yes, they're comparable in numbers on paper. They're comparable in the time they can go around a track. Um, some might even argue they're comparable as far as uh, you know, build quality, interior interior feel, charisma, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you know, Porsche Porsche fans, Porsche files, which we all are, in addition to Chevrolet fans. Yes. There's something about the Porsche pedigree, though. That meaning, if I have a lot of money. Does it really matter that I'm spending twice as much on a car? No, I with the same yeah. performance. With I, the same I, performance I think, I think because I want it. the pedigree, I want yeah. the look, I, I want think, that well, 911 membership. Is, is no. I actually think the 911 price wise, I even think though it's, it's out of it. I don't think it matches on the test oh, track, no, I but to- I don't think they're going after the same people. I, I think, think it's Cayman, exactly the, the same. Cayman I totally or, disagree. Or, or I think Boxster. I'm telling you that I, this, straight I, up. This thing is 100% saying we're better than Porsche, like no, for no. half the price. I agree that for half and, the price, but yeah. I do not think they're going after those people that, as you're saying, there's a percentage of Porsche files that I, are I, only going to go with the Porsche. I think there's would, also people out there that are only going to go with the more expensive car and be like, oh, same track, but this has a better pedigree, and yeah. and I will definitely... I think it's what's going to be interesting is because of the price point, because a 911 is still in the realm of I can only afford to have this. It's it, not like my eighth car. Mm-hmm. As long as your job isn't podcasting about cars. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the most, pretty much all the Porsches are at a price level where a lot of times that is just their one car um, kind of deal because mm. it's like it's expensive enough, but it's also cheap enough where it's like it's not on. That's why we see so many Porsches mm-hmm. is that they're expensive, but it's like within the realm of like not even executive level pay at certain jobs, right? Like a, a Google web developer makes like $120,000. That's easily Porsche range. Yeah, if, if cars are a priority in your life, you can. But 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 at $120,000 a year, $150,000 Porsche is basically, that's what you can afford. Like it's not like your $150,000 Porsche, your Raptor and all this other stuff. It's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> your one car. So it's, so it's, so if it, if, if, if the Porsche is at that kind of one car lifestyle, then I do think the C8 is gonna um, compete with it. Because mm. then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I could just get a C8 and save a bunch of money, right? Kind of deal um, for those price points. 
Um, so I, I think it's absolutely going to eat into Porsche sales. I think it's going to eat into BMW sales. It's going to eat into Audi sales. Like, it has to. But, I mean, again, it's going to be, I think, honestly, I think it's going to be completely dependent on how many cars they can be making. And I wouldn't be surprised. I really hope that, you know, in a month or two, we we see that, like, we're doubling production of the C8s yes. or something. Like we're <laughs> oh, that would be a godsend. Because it's just like, I, there's no way they're ever going to keep up with it for like the next five years unless they like double how, how they're making it. I'll, well, I will just say I'm willing to donate a left kidney for a C8. Yeah. And I, that's I don't, me, th- then I'm sure there's, there's a lot only, of other There's only one there car too. at this price point that I would debate choosing over it. It really? What's that? Was the GT350? Oh, okay, and that's just because it's its own specialness, like yeah. with like the flat plane crank engine and stuff. Um, but everything else, like the nice, like like you can get an M2 at this price. You might even be able to get an M3 at this price. Um, Audi has a couple cars in this price range that are pretty fun. Yeah, um, and and all the other cars, it's like you'd be insane to buy those at this point. Next to like, if you can get your hands on a C8, oh yeah, like it's just. It's a supercar. Like I think it's like, it's a supercar. Oh yeah, and Definitely. it's not a muscle car. It is. It is a proper, around purebred, the, yeah, sports car. So it'll with some buff hearses. Yeah. I, now we just have to kind of wait. Uh, like again, I haven't really seen street reviews, so maybe it rides like shit on the street. Oh, it does not. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. From what I've read. Everybody's saying that it, it rides really well. The the Magna yeah, ride, the Magna is, ride. Yeah, is is as excellent as it has always been. Um, and then it'll be um, maintenance is my big worry, um, which I've God, talked you're about. You're always so worried about maintenance because I'd like to be able to drive my car. Exactly, but, but modern cars are so good now. I know, but no. So the issue is that because of the new engine design. None of their techs know how to work on this at all. So we'll see how that goes. Like, we'll see once people start having problems or just, like, getting an oil change or something. Right. Like, we'll see what that's like because that will start to come out in, like, a month or two. Yeah. Or really in a couple of weeks. Or have people – people have been taking delivery, right? They're out. Oh, I mean, they have to I be. Th- I think so. But, but see, I'm, that's where I'm going to argue against you and say but that. But it's like you – know, like, because it's like – Yes, it's a sixty thousand dollar car or sixty to seventy thousand dollar car, but it's like what what happens when you need an oil change? What happens when you need a new battery? Like all this stuff, where it's like it's all new for the for Chevy. It's not. I mean, Chevy obviously had it for a long time, but right. it's new in the past fifty years kind of gap. And so it's like none of their employees <laughs> are trained to right. work on this car. And I'm like, that's a problem. And we'll see what the price passed on to the customers for that problem is right see so i'm like i'm less worried about stuff like oil changes or even like if you have to replace the ignition coils or something like that it's more of like if there's like a weird like like if the heater core is buried deep 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 in there and you have some some issue with that well this is like this is like when i was talking to you about my bmw my bike and how an oil change is stupidly expensive on it because <laughs> of like how you do the oil change. You have to like disassemble half the bike because BMW is all about perfect balance on their bikes. So they just like, it's a freaking nightmare to change the oil on my bike. Um, so that could be a thing with it. You know, hopefully with Chevy, they're just like, we're going to make this as easy as possible. Right. But, this is a practical, yeah. rational, usually American I'm with company. you. Usually I wouldn't think about the oil change kind of stuff. Um, on something like a, a really nice sports car, 
but at this price point, which is 60, which is totally affordable, this is an affordable supercar. Like, yes. this is more, usually we say the $100,000 cars are the affordable supercars. This has just shattered that. And it's like, this is legitimately an everyman supercar. This so, car. So, so that stuff, like, how much does an oil change does actually matter. Right. Because if we find out oil changes on this car are $400, like, <laughs> that's a I don't know. I'm still okay with it. Yeah. The fact that I have this amount of performance for $60,000 in my life, it makes me happy to be alive right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also that the big thing is going to be, are they going to continue with this mid-engine the next time? I mean, that's that's my thing is, I, think I, it's I, don't, think, be... I don't think they're going to actually go after, I think they're going to take a little bit from Mercedes-Benz, a little bit from BMW, and a little bit from Porsche, but I don't think it's going to be that drastic. Of taking yeah, we'll see. Away. I mean, we'll never know if yeah. it like well. is hurting Ferrari, because they'll never say. But right. that would be interesting to see if it's just like so good that people are literally choosing it over a Ferrari. Although honestly, most people who can afford a Ferrari can just get both. Right. Cause that, that you get into that money true. territory where if you can spend $300,000 on a car, you can afford another $60,000 car. Right. Yeah. So that, that's different. But again, with like where the Porsche prices are at, other I just than, really other don't than, think, I really don't think they're going to take much away from those. I think what they're going to do is take away from like, uh, either middle of the road ones. Uh, yeah. Not, like BMW and Audi stand no chance anymore. Like as cool as M2s and right. M3s are. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason to buy an R8 either. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. This is, yeah, I would take this over an R8. Me would too. You take this over, uh, would you take this over a, the RS6, the new wagon, the Audi wagon? Oh yeah. Being brought in? Oh, that's hard. I love me a fast yeah. wagon. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't take it over my... E63 yeah, but wagon. That, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. take it over the AMG. Yeah. Uh, but that the AMG has something special. The Audi doesn't feel that. I've never seen it, but it doesn't feel special. Audi just... No, none of the Audi cars feel special to me. Mm. There's, they feel so robotic. Yeah. It's like your, your beef with... It sounds like your beef with uh, Audi is my beef with to- Toyota, except mine's a little bit more outdated. It just doesn't well, seem special. Toyotas don't seem special to me. Oh, like you're saying that yeah, Audis just don't right. seem special. I, that's yeah. my thing. I don't know. They're, they're so, too muted. They're, yeah. yes. Both of them are. Both yeah. brands are too muted. It's just boring. Yeah. They're not yeah. expressive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Although Audi does have really stupid expressive things. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's move on to our next thing, I think. Mostly because yeah. I want to. Okay. Because it's, it's Alex my is chomping at the bit. Let him go. I'm super Because he on. doesn't want to talk about spooky, haunted things later. We're going to let him shine here. <laughs> Huzzah. Hold on. I'm Huzzah. pulling it up. Um, so uh, there's a motorcycle show coming up. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's E-I-C-M-A. Is it ICMA? ICMA. Um, I don't know. Where's Martin when we need him? I know, right? Hey, do, do we have a German speaker? Josh, can we get Martin in here? <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, we're joking. And this is, this is, it's just, it's the big event every year that happens. Um, we're, the motorcycle brands show off their new stuff. And BMW has actually now officially confirmed. Oh, yes. It was either today or tomorrow that they're bringing four bikes to that, which is the new R18 Cruiser, um, which is BMW getting back into like the Harley world. Yeah. Which is sweet. Um, a new, a totally new. So the, the 18 is a totally new bike. They're bringing out the F850 uh, RS, which is totally new. Um, and people are saying that it's going to be designed based off of a concept bike they released earlier this year that was pretty wacky looking. So okay. that'll be interesting. 
Um, they're bringing the updated S1000XR, which I'm excited for because yes. that's what I have. Um, and they're bringing the updated S1000R as oh, well. Oh, nice. Um, so pretty exciting. I'm really stoked about that. Oh, um, yeah. I'm hoping. And th- there's another rumor, which hasn't been confirmed, but BMW is bringing the M package to all of the bikes. Which is insane because BMW motorcycles are all- already insane. Yeah, but the so the... The double R has the M package. It was the first one to get okay. it. And that was like carbon fiber wheels and like a bunch of other carbon fiber bits and bobs. Um, and like, I think like five or 10 more horsepower. Is this the same? Is it the same racing team that's bringing the M package to their automobiles? Or is this I, a, just a subsection of I that? think, I, I mean, I, I would assume it's not, not the yeah, same because yeah. I, 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 I would make a blatant statement that the the mechanics who work on their cars probably don't know how to work on their bikes. Would, yeah. Maybe it is the same team though. Um, cause we have, uh, occasionally it happens, but, but it's pretty much, it hasn't been confirmed, but it's basically been confirmed that, Does it, do they, that, that M bikes are coming. Yeah. So my big thing is I'm not really big. In, I mean, I know little bit, tiny bits about bikes, but the big thing for BMW is that, uh, M series was always like, like cleaner, like design, better handling, and a lot more speed. Is that yes. the same? Do they have yeah. like a model so like very similar? To yeah, that? so it'll be more horsepower, more carbon fiber, basically. So lighter. So lighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, lighter, faster. Typically louder too. It'll mm-hmm. the, they update the exhaust. I stuff, think yeah. I think I think the double R when you get the M package comes because it's like a twenty thousand dollar package, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and like. Fifteen of that is just the two carbon fiber is wheels. That re- yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you then you ask, is that really a package or is that just a There's totally other? I'm not bike. even joking. There's like literally one company on the planet that makes carbon fiber wheels. So that's why carbon fiber is so crazily expensive. I was just listening. Oh, yeah. oh, I was yeah. just listening to Joe Rogan uh, talk about the Ford uh, GT, the really? new one. Does he have one? No, but the, oh. it, it was kind of an older one too. But he he had a guy on who had drove driven one. And they were talking about the wheels. And uh-huh. It's like the, it was like the the GTs wheels cost like twenty thousand dollars each. Oh and it's my like it's Lord. like and it's just like there's literally only one company in the world that currently makes uh, carbon fiber wheels mm-hmm. for anything, and so they're just like absolutely crazily expensive. Mm-hmm. So that's like why like this motor the M wheels are stupidly expensive. But you get like I think it came with a slip on exhaust to make it louder and like almost mm. the entire shell is carbon fiber yeah. and stuff. But I mean it's a motorcycle so it weighs like six pounds left <laughs> with all of that because it's already ludicrously light. Yeah. And it's you know 205 horsepower which is crazy. Oh except that Jeff and I constantly talk about our aspirations to put uh, Kawasaki's H2 engine <laughs> into a car, yes. which is a 300 horsepower yeah. motorcycle engine, which is insane. I love watching H2 uh, reviews because every single person is just shitting their pants the entire time. <laughs> and most people are like, gonna put it in rain mode, right. which like, <laughs> right. so I don't die. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the general consensus is that motorcycle is insane. See, I feel like Depends Adult Diapers should sponsor yeah. Kawasaki mm, ads for the H2. But it's I, every I, new H2 yeah. comes with a full pack of adult diapers. Yeah, I love the H2, and I love that the H2 is actually driving up competition because it's just a total halo bike. It's a thirty thousand dollar motorcycle. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and I mean that's. But there are Ducatis that cost more than that. Are there? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And there's custom bikes that cost way more. Well, yeah, but Keanu like, Reeves custom bikes, a hundred thousand yeah, dollars. But Keanu Reeves custom bikes are going to be eight miles behind the H two. Yeah, <laughs> like Keanu, if you're listening, we love you. Please yeah. let us ride one of your yeah. bikes. Yeah. But uh, but thirty thousand dollars for a motorcycle from from a, a manufacturer is nuts. Yeah, and yeah, you can spend more. Um, I think Harley's you can even get past that. Pretty, or Indians, yeah, for any that tour yeah. touring ones. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but it's but, just like. I love it. And and there's been, I think we've talked about it before, but BMW has filed patents for a supercharged double R mm. and they filed patents for an electric double R too. Okay. I think electric would be fun to see. I think BMW on. is going to get into the yeah. electric game because they're, God, they're just, their bikes are so good. Like just their bikes are so Definitely. good. <laughs> and that's the thing I want to ask you. We were talking earlier today about some of the technology on your bike now, oh, and it was crazy. just like blowing my mind. Oh, it's my bike is so freaking smart. Yeah. And it's my bike is like a 15th the size of my F-150 in size, and it has like a thousand percent more technology in it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll no, that's crazy. Yeah. If you want to tell us a little bit more about some of that technology, yeah, it so, was super cool. So there's like, my bike has a gyroscope in it that detects yes. my lean, lean angle, um, which is useful when I'm going around a corner. Typically you can't hit the brakes around a corner cause it'll just slide you out. You'll just, you'll just literally lay flat and go down. Um, so typically when, if you need to brake on a corner, um, you have to come straight up and kind of just leave the corner straight, which is obviously sketchy as shit. Um, but with my bike, it knows I'm on the lane. So if I do reach for the brakes, it takes over and it'll like cut my throttle to slow me down. And then it'll like pump the brakes and stuff. So I can actually still stay in the lean and it'll, it'll help me. I mean, if I hit the brakes hard enough, I'm probably going down, but, but, but it, it's nice that I have the ability to slow down in a corner, which is nuts and like my brakes are linked which is pretty common in, in motorcycle world yeah this, these days where if i hit my front brake my my rear bike will also um stop um and there's just a whole bunch of other stuff you know my my bike is drive by throttle or drive by wire mm -hmm. so my throttle isn't connected with a cable it's just it's just a you know piece of wire right um which gives me drive modes so i've got like a rain mode what's cuts my bike's horsepower to 135 which is crazy and it's like still a quite a bit of horsepower yeah and for like a control it actually works too the rain mode is really nice and it and it also jacks up the abs and all the other safety stuff uh -huh. it like turns it up um which is pretty cool it actually like i've been in a really bad rainstorm and i've put it in rain and it it legitimately makes you feel safer wow. which wow. is like i didn't think it was going to i was like right. oh my god this is so much safer <laughs> Which is funny. I always love like when I get into a car or I ride a motorcycle yeah. and it has a different mode and it actually makes a distinguishable yeah, difference. On the, on it my, always blows on my me bike, away. On my bike, it has four modes, rain, road, dynamic, and dynamic pro. And this is true across pretty much the entire BMW line. That's how they do the four modes because all their bikes, I think for the most part, are drive-by-wire other than the, maybe the heritage bikes. Um, and each one literally feels different. Like it's yeah. like – because the big thing is the throttle response. Mm -hmm. And there's other things like my bike has wheelie control. So in all modes except for Dynamic Pro, if it senses, if my bike senses my front tire come up, it cuts my throttle and puts me back down um, safely, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and each each mode you tick up, it lets you take the tire up a little more. Okay. So 
rain mode, it doesn't let you go up at all. Like the second it feels the tire go up, it cuts your throttle. Uh-huh. Road pretty much does that too, but there's a little play. And then dynamic, which is where I leave the bike, um, it lets you get it up a little bit for funsies. Uh-huh. Um, and then dynamic pro, which is where I never drive because it's the I'm going to die <laughs> mode because it turns off all of the safety You better things. have life insurance mode. Yeah, it's the you're going to die mode. It, it doesn't have – it turns wheelie mode Excellent. off. So it's it's – I love it. But I'm excited about these bikes. I'm really excited about the Cruiser. Yeah. I hope that it's big enough for me to ride. Um, I'm, I'm just like a hair too tall for the Heritage bikes to be really comfortable. Mm. Uh, I can ride them, though. But um, So I'm hoping this is a pretty big bike. Right. Because that would actually make me really interested. And then if the S1000XR, if it gets all the updates that the RR got, I, I might seriously trade in because it's going to be insane. It's 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 rumored to get the 205 horsepower nice. engine, but they'll probably detune that again, like my bike, to make it more street likable. Because driving the double R on the street is horrible. So, well, we'll see. If you're out there and you own a S1000 double R and you want to know, <laughs> you want to let us know what you think about it. Uh, just drop us a line on ourcommunitynow.com. Yeah, but you know, but I'm I, just all giddy about these bikes. I do, I'm I'm excited too because. Yeah. The when you look at BMW cruisers, obviously they have the uh, the two cylinder boxer engine design, which the opposing cylinders it's beautifully balanced, mm-hmm. meaning it's going to be ultra smooth. Um, and I just think that's the design to have for a cruiser. Uh, not that not that V twins aren't tolerable. Not that. Um, the, not, not the, the, like the, modern. the big issue with the boxer engine from BMW, and it's actually just my biggest complaint from BMW in general, is they have the worst sounding bikes. <laughs> just like there's they're they're the least ex, ex, exciting sounding bikes, just like across the line. Like the oh, well. my inline four engine, which is in the R, double R and XR, sounds pretty good, but you gotta be flying to yeah. get a good a, a really good sound um and then their six cylinder in line on their really big cruisers sounds pretty good when you get going but it's like they're they just can't even touch a harley and like the gs's which are the Wait, most are you comp- saying harley sound good harley sound really good are you serious harley sound good are you sure you want to admit that on the air indians sound good indians, indians, indians sound good ducati indians. sound good yes. Uh, KTM sound good. See, I'm more of like a Japanese uh, 600 or like the like inline six it's just or the, inline four it's sound. The, like you just like the inline four or the inline two bike sounds, which I like on my bike, but it's just like especially at low RPMs, you just can't be heard and it's kind of boring. Um, oh wow, Alex! I didn't know you thought Harley sounded so good. That might Harley's put a little wedge between. That's us. That's the reason that Harleys suck is because they sound so good that they just haven't changed oh my the God. engine. <laughs> Harleys are shitty motorcycles. Ooh. Whoa! Hot take. Hot take. It is. Okay, a, it I'm, is a hot take, but it is especially when you put technology to technology and just like how advanced bikes are. Like if you put my XR next to. Harley's best motorcycle. My XR no takes chance. a steamy dump. No on dice. Steamy. There's no comparison. Yeah. But it's like, but it's because the Harley sounds so good and they have that brand recognition. Oh, well, yeah. The that, brand that recognition. That they still, huge. I mean, yeah. honestly, they don't sell that well anymore. And that's part of the problem. They are um, having issues. Yeah. They're having lots of issues. And mm-hmm. part of that is that their bikes are boring. Mm-hmm. It's just like they sound good, it's but true. they're boring. As one, uh, Australian Uber driver once told me he's like he's like oh yeah mate 
Yeah, Harleys, they don't have speedometers. Yeah. They have calendars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're slow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. as we call them, hard, hardly move it since. Yeah. All right, let's but, move on. But um, speaking of inline six engines, I want to move on to this month in automotive history, which we'll keep nice and short. But on October 27th, 1948, the London Motor Show opens mm. with the Jaguar XK120 which since you guys never read a book <laughs> <laughs> I love aren't, I love how you're now going with? after our audience I didn't here. I didn't realize no, I'm not us? talking to the audience I'm talking about uh, you oh, two us, fools. okay I cool. didn't I didn't I know like, being able to read was a requ- requirement yeah <laughs> uh, I guess we should have screened you before we let you on the podcast yeah um, but the XK120 is a monumental car for Jaguar uh, it's one of the the great roadsters in history. Um, beginning in 1948, uh, only 242 cars were built, and they were handmade with aluminum body panels, which was ahead of its time. Yeah, especially for 1948. Yeah. Again, that's kind of some um, aerospace or aviation technology uh, making its way into the car industry, and it made for an ultralight uh, roadster. Uh, to do go you, with that. Do you think it was on purpose that it was aluminum? Oh, yeah, definitely. Think, or do you think it was because they had to? Because during that time period is like there's definitely going to be shortages on stuff because you're coming out of World War II. No, no, no. So it was definitely purposefully uh, made of aluminum um, just because uh, to go with it was the legendary 3.8 and 4.2 liter uh, Jaguar inline six engines. Um which uh, at the time they were able to make, uh, I want to say uh, they were they were able to run 80 octane fuel on it because they had a high com- a relatively high compression ratio of eight to one, um, and that was kind of unheard of because of the war. Uh, good fuel, high octane fuel was hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, auto manufacturers couldn't make uh, engines with as tight uh, clearances and therefore higher compressions and. Anyway, Jaguar had some int- or had some access to this to high octane fuel, and they were able to make a high, higher compression engine to go with this car, um, which I feel like really made it uh, kind of kind of what it is. This um, is this uh, I, this car is definitely in like my top fifty like favorite oh, beautiful yeah. cars. It's just I just love a, I just love Jag. It's so clean. Yeah, but nowadays I don't like the new Jags. I think they're hideous. Oh, sacral what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jags are Sorry. sweet. I still like Get the, off the podcast. I, I still like the sound. I still like the sound. Yeah, but the, Jags, the new ones look those are freaking Ian Callum designs, my friend. Uh, I'm sorry, Very I don't good. like them. All right. We much. need to meet them after but, this podcast. Uh, have a word easily think older Jags are way cleaner and way nicer. Oh. I would, I would, okay, this is, this is, I would actually take a per reproduction of an old Jag over buying the nicest Jag, new Jag that they have. Ooh. Whatever that is. What is. What even is that? I don't even know what it is nowadays. I pretty much like a, only like know the F-type. Yeah. Is it the F-type? Yeah. 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 I would, I would easily take that rebuilt, a rebuilt one, easily. Definitely. <laughs> well, me. So here's the real question, Graham. Would you rather have a um, an old XK120, mm-hmm. or let's just say an old E-type, E-type. Jag mm-hmm. that has been tastefully retro-modded, mm-hmm. or a Singer 911? No. Oh, well, that's an easy one. A Singer is always going to oh, be. Oh, really? Mine. See, I might take the Jag. <coughs> actually. <sighs> 
I mean, the only thing that the Jag has on the singer is that the sound was probably a little bit better the, for me. And that's why I'm just I, I'm just in love with the the singer 911. So I would, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there are a few things in life, at least for petrol heads like ourselves, or mm-hmm. at least for me, that beat the sound of a, a well-built inline six engine. Mm-hmm. It's just bliss. It is. So I, I mean, Jack just, but they also are really good at their exhaust too. Like I really love like they know how to make their exo- like exhaust sound really good. Exactly. Their Jags are not muted. They're no. they're emotional. Yeah. They're beautifully designed. Except a couple of years ago, didn't they pump in? Weren't they one of the first that pumped in like exhaust sound? Everyone pumps. No, I I know now they do, but I I think they're one of the they were one of the first that Uh, did it, and that's kind of. I'm not a huge fan of it, but at the same time, I've been in cars that have it, and I'm like, I don't hate it, but I kind of do, but I don't hate it. uh, Well, perception is reality. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to talk about. I just sent it to you guys in Slack, yeah. um, which is kind of historical. Um, Ooh. Is that, and I found this, I found this company through the Joe Rogan show, um, is that this company makes reproduction Mustangs mm. from like this, the late 60s. Yeah. And they are so sick. Like it's 100% from the ground up build. Like they're not using old Mustang parts at all. So it is a modern 1969. Oh, so they redo the whole thing. They're not like singers where you have to get a donor car. Or like No, the entire car is built from scratch mm. oh, and it's wow. just styled in so the I like it. Yeah. And they're they're so sick. They are ludicrously expensive. Um we talking 200k plus. Yeah. Yeah, like you're in the 200K easily. Yeah. Like yeah. a 1967 Shelby GT500, 250,000. Yeah, that's a sick, but I hate that color that you said. But sent it's, me. yeah, but it's that uh, baby blue is, but it's 100% ugly. modern technology. Yeah. It does, it, it's cool, but also not cool, but it is using current Mustang motors too. So you get, yeah. So in the, so in the GT5, cool. the GT500's like case, it's using the 5.0 Coyote. But it's supercharged for the 500. Oh, nice! But if yeah. you just get like if you, if you just get their like 1969 Mustang, it is the current Coyote 5.0, which like is that. like so it's like reliable and it's like everything's up to date and it's, so it's like it's such a cool mm. like it's like it kind of harjens back to like why we like the Challenger. Like the Challenger is so popular because they went back. It has some nostalgia to it. Yeah, it has some, the, like, the, the yeah. new the new design is just their old design. Yeah. And so it's like something like this is like, boy, I wish Ford would just do this. Like, how sick would it be if like 2020 Mustang Heritage Edition? Uh, here we go with the F word again. How mm. sweet, or like a Camaro, or mm. like how sweet would that be? Dude, you should just go work for Ford. Mm. I should. I think he's been planted here by Ford just to. I, I'm a, I'm I think, so. our, I think there's like, some collusion yeah. by Ford oh, wow. on so this big podcast. Yeah. Bigly. But I just, and uh, I saw this on the Rogan podcast and I was like, oh, this, no, they, is, this is so this is sweet. sweet. It's well, so that sweet. is sweet, though. Remember when uh, Gone in 60 Seconds? That's the with Eleanor. That's that movie, right? Gone, yeah. The remake. Um, when yeah. that came out with Eleanor, like, there's like, ton, there's like, Lots of sh- uh, shops that popped up to just make those things. Yeah. But I like the ones that have lasted and, like, actually, like, are true to form. Like, this one looks like it's really true to form. On, And they do more than just an Eleanor model, too. Because, like, that 66 GT con- convertible, that looks pretty sick. Yeah. I like that one. They do. and it's and it's and But it's, like, modern Mustang yeah. transmission, modern Mustang. Um, 
engine. So it's like which the five liter Coyotes. It's great. It's it's joy. Yeah, it's, it's great. So it's like it's everything cool. that's it's, right. It's, I just love this mismatch. Mismatch. I, I love of the like wheels too. Look at yeah. those wheels. Oh, yeah. But I just sick. thought I'd share that because it's just like no, I think we it's, appreciate it's, it. it's cool. just so sweet. Well, thank you for Wait. taking the time yeah. to actually do some research yeah. and, <laughs> and read an article for once. I know. Uh, All right, let's Jeff, move on. Jeff, we okay, should guys. we should definitely put this though on the OCN article. This link, and then we'll also link to Singer. Too, well, we so can if you're nice to me. Okay. Well, we'll link to both of them. Just so for that you, we can Graham. See. Just for you. Okay, guys. What do you say? Let's talk about some spooky car-related stuff. Mm, I like spooky. E.g. some our like some spooky. 15 minutes of Halloween special. Let's do I like it. it. All right, guys. So I did a little bit of research while you guys were working on other stuff, and I came across the tale of James Dean's Porsche 550 Spider. Mm. So we're specifically talking like haunted cars. Well, just this one. Not like the mystery van. The mystery van. The mystery van. Did you have a childhood? <laughs> I, <laughs> mystery, it's, mystery van is mystery, what I said. Mystery van is what like a Russian spy would say. Exactly. The mystery van. Yes, the the God, mystery van. is out of control. Yeah. No, I didn't watch Scooby-Doo. Sorry, you guys. What? Do we need to give you another childhood? Yeah. yeah my childhood was lost. Are you up for adoption, Graham? No. Fire, Graham. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, you well, don't you have any power to do for that. For listening at, to so. at, 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 You're fired. At our age, it's, <laughs> it's completely unacceptable not to have seen hundreds of episodes of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, let's ask our listeners that. I don't no. think that's that's true. Scoops. Scooby-Doo was not my thing. I'm not a big Scooby-Doo okay, fan. Okay, that's so. fair. Apologize. Let's talk about this uh, Porsche 550 Spider, mm. uh, just because it is such an interesting and uh, kind of gruesome story. Mm. Um, as you guys know, James Dean was tragically killed in 1955 in his Porsche 550 Spider, uh, which he had purchased, um, well, uh, obviously in 1955. (laughs) (laughs) I know, riveting. Mm. Um, But uh, yeah, so okay, let's back up. Let's start new. Uh, It was called Little Bastard, for those of you who don't know. Because he named it that? Yes, that that was the name. He actually, it was actually lettered written like paint, mm-hmm. painted pinstripe on, nice. on the nice. front of the car nice yeah um and on september 23rd 1955 uh dean met actor alec guinness who played obi-wan kenobi uh, outside of a restaurant had him take a look at the spider uh guinness told dean that the car was sinister uh cursed and that if he drove it he surely would die and so obi-wan so is a witch well, that's what we're getting. This is I don't know if he was a witch. Is, I think this but, further proves that he was, in fact, a Jedi. Because <laughs> he could see the future. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is not it's real. fiction. Got it. True. It was Sorry. a documentary. Got it was it. just a long time ago Understood. in a different galaxy. Exactly. <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's no... Booty. Understood. Understood yeah. now. Now I'm finally connecting the dots. Um, but uh, as you guys may or may not know, James Dean was obviously... Uh, killed driving his Porsche 550 Spider. Uh, tragically, he was he was going 85 miles per hour. Um, when that's it. Oh, sorry, that's keep going. Fast sorry, for back then. sorry, sorry. This this is pretty much a shopping cart with a flat four in sorry. the back. Also, people die in car crashes at like 15 miles. I, an I understand. Hour, I so. understand. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Keep going. Exactly. Just me. Um, he, so he was tragically killed. Um, and little bastard, he was going 55 miles per hour uh, when a uh, gentleman 
um, by the name of uh, yeah, I don't know what his name was, but uh, he made a left turn in front of him. Uh, Dean tried to swerve to uh, avoid a collision, ended up crashing into him head on. Uh, EMS arrived at the scene. Dean was later pronounced dead at the uh, at the hospital. And then uh, his co-driver uh, at the time was unscathed, or, well, he had very, very minor injuries. Um, so you guys know that part. Uh, the crazy thing is, <coughs> is after that, the car little bastard was purchased um, by a name, uh, by a guy by the name of... Uh, uh, I don't know. We might have to cut this part out. <laughs> you don't know the story at all, Chris. I know. It's funny. Hold on. This is not my original source. Yeah. Just seems like it just has a bunch of ridiculous incidents. Okay. So, yeah, let's just talk about the ridiculous incidents yeah. of it. It's like falling uh, after, off trucks. It's like catching on fire. It's yeah. So like, so after, after, uh, after it was involved in the accident, it was purchased for $2,500. Because it was totaled. Because it was totaled, which yeah. was a lot back then yeah. in 1955. That's a lot of money for a car. Um, but I guess the, the gentleman who had purchased it uh, was – apparently going to charge admission for people to come see <laughs> the car that James Dean had died in, which is kind of weird, but it's a terrible thing. I know. Right. Yeah, you're, you're, That's the ultimate, yeah. like profiting off somebody's misfortune. Um, but after it was purchased, there's a long slew of, um, unfortunate events that happened with car, with the car and parts related to it. Uh, for instance, it once it uh, slipped off the trailer um, that it was being transported on and had broken a mechanic's leg. Um, the engine and drivetrain was sold uh, to a couple of guys, Troy McHenry and William uh, Eshrid, who were racing uh, against one another. Uh, both of them had parts from the little bastard. McHenry actually lost control and hit a tree, killing him instantly. And then the other was seriously injured when the car suddenly locked up and rolled over while going into a turn. Um, two other tires from the 550, which were untouched in the accident somehow, had been sold. And uh, the person who put those on their car experienced a tire blowout. And with not even just a tire blowout, a dual tire blowout. Yeah. Both, both tires together exploded. <laughs> There's a little something fishy about that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he just ran over like a road spike or something that hit both tires. Well, why are you trying to explain things? We're trying to be spooky here with this. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I know, right? We really should have prepared more for this. This yeah. is pretty good. but I like how this is our last one of the season and we're just kind of like... Well, we want to do something about Halloween. Spooky cars. Done. Exactly. <laughs> well, and next season's going to be a lot better. We yeah. Are, well, we, we actually have, so have a plan for it. Oh, yeah. That's true. We're, We're going video. Good. We are going For all video. our listeners, you will soon be able listeners. to find us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, on the Our Community Now channel, which will be great. Um, you'll great. You'll unfortunately be able to see our faces. Yes. And hopefully Jeff and... Uh, Graham's mullets. Yes. Um, we do have some excellent mullets They have right mullets now. right now. We do. They did it for a good purpose. Yes. 
we have a charity that we're doing. It's called Mullets for Melons. And uh, go check us out on any social. Um, but we're raising money to help fight the uh, breast cancer. Yeah. So. We can't stress enough. If you haven't found us on Instagram. Yes. Do it. Now. Do it. Noise. And well, let, let the mullet into your life. Well, we literally have grown out our hair for, you did it for like two years. Two years. I did mine for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. This is not like a short-term thing for us. Either. I'm literally at the point where I have to tell people I'm not a serial killer. Yeah, he does Even look like a pedophile. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I have the like, flock, I have like, flock of seagulls vibe going Like if on you didn't dress nice enough yeah. and we didn't know you, like if we just saw you walking down the street and you were in like sweats, yeah. I'd probably just call the police. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's my goal is I never want to have it's, to babysit it's ever a, again. It's a, it is, <laughs> Jeff has got a raging mullet. Grams is a pretty good mullet too, but yeah. Jeff's hair was just so long. Oh yeah, it's super long. That it was, oh my, and it's just, it's, yeah. It's and absolutely then, disgusting. And then our other coworker, Bree, but it's great. got a mullet. Yeah. And hers is pretty rad too. Yeah, we have females involved in this so you had to you had to check it out on the instagrams and the facebooks yeah exactly but but back to this halloween stuff and just like the cursed car i love this kind of stuff yeah and it's and this isn't the first time where it's like a car that gets broken up and gets put into other cars right it's a disaster disaster yeah there's tons of stories like this and it's just really interesting when it happens um are you are you a believer in that? Am I a believer in like the supernatural? Yeah, oh, that's hard to say. I th- there's definitely things that just can't be explained. Fair. I totally believe that. Okay. And no matter how much science is put behind it, the, it some things just can't be explained. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't I don't necessarily believe in ghosts and stuff though. Yeah. Um, Me neither. But, but there's definitely stuff that happens on this planet that it's like what the fuck. But I'll never. I don't. I don't like horror. I don't like horror movies or scary movies. Like no, I'm like a big. Shit. I'm a big baby. I can't watch yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Nope. Uh, but I don't believe in it. But I do agree with you. There are things that just happen just because yeah. there's so many things and the probability of them something like yeah. that happening. Sometimes it's just a coincidence. Sometimes. Why are they all connected? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of the paranormal, mm. I wasn't going to bring this up, but you just triggered me, Graham. Oh, I love triggering people. We uh, Well, not in real sense, yeah, but yeah. we are located here in Denver, Colorado, mm. and there's some lore out there that says that Riverdale Drive is haunted. Ooh. few <coughs> people uh, report seeing uh, a jogger who was tragically hit and killed. Um apparently it's the site of a a, kind of like a native American burial ground, yada, yada, yada. But my favorite is there's a ghost out there driving a seventies era Camaro that tries to race you. Oh, well, I mean, like that's kind of cool. That's That's a good car to pay. That's the one ghost I do want to be. Yeah. I know, right. (laughs) It's got, I kind of want to like challenge him. I would, I would, I would race this ghost. What if you beat him? Like, you could just say, yeah. Do I, I like free super. his soul if, if I Ooh. beat him? Maybe that's it. He's never been beaten, so he's stuck on, this, on our realm. We're going out there, audience. <laughs> We're going to go. Hashtag free the ghost. Free exactly. the ghost. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but if I was tragically killed and driving around like that, yeah, it, not only would that be cool, but if somebody rolled up to me, like in a C8, yeah, I'd right. be like, oh, that's so futuristic. <laughs> that's <laughs> so cool. Right. Yeah. Like I would be I would be a very happy ghost. Right. I would be a very happy ghost. I don't know. I just I'm with you on that. If I'm a car guy of a ghost and I see other cool cars, see, I'm gonna I be think like, it'd be hell it, yeah. It'd be more spooky if it came up and was like driving like a 
you know, a Toyota Camaro, uh, Camry. <laughs> the scariest thing is yes. it's poor car choices. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Graham's version of purgatory is driving a Camry <laughs> at Laguna Seca. Beige For on, eternity. Yeah, beige on beige on beige. Oh, Their best-selling car, that's, beige on beige on beige. That's okay, guys, I want to mention a few more things uh, related to the Porsche here before we move on to uh, grievances. Um Apparently, after all of this hullabaloo occurred, uh, the car was once sitting kind of as a parts car, and um, some people, I guess, try attempted to steal parts from it. Well, uh, they were injured while doing that. One of the thieves, thieves, their arm was torn open while they were trying to steal the steering wheel, while the other was injured while trying to remove... Uh, the blood-stained tartan seat. So there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, uh, the car was... Th- people thought that the car was cursed, so it was donated to the California Highway Patrol. Um, As you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, we'll just we'll just give it to cops. It's yeah. cursed. Um, but they were... The intention was to use it as sort of like an example of... I don't know what can happen oh, to you it's just if like you the, don't. It's just the dangerous driving example. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, back when, like, people... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's a dangerous driving example. Um, but apparently... Um, it broke a student's <laughs> hip. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so the uh, the first exhibit of it wasn't as successful as they had hoped because the garage that housed the car actually caught fire and burnt to the ground. <laughs> Somehow the car suffered virtually no damage from the fire. Yeah. And then although the, it was already just a piece of twisted metal. The next one was at a local high school and it <laughs> fell off its display and broke a student's head. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. This might this car might be cursed. That's or at least has a good sense of humor. Yeah. Good <laughs> sense of humor. It really was. Uh, because after that, apparently that was the last straw. The little bastard was being transported um Somewhere we don't know, but the truck carrying the car actually lost control, causing the driver to fall out and getting crushed by the car uh, after it fell off the back. So yeah. uh, the car fell off. Uh, two more transport trucks after that while traveling on the freeway, um, and fortunately did not injure anyone. But uh, yeah, I think but this yeah. is certifiably cursed. Yeah, I think so too. The yeah. car but has mysteriously vanished. Also, Nobody every time you say is. "little bastard," I thought you were saying "little Sebastian," and I want <laughs> to sing that song. <laughs> bye bye, little Sebastian. <laughs> Come on, Parks and Rec. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. Total total oh, squirrel yeah. moment there. Does anyone That's does okay. anyone have a quick grievance? Uh, I don't have a grievance. Hold on, I got something though. We actually have an audience and some fans that actually listen, and uh, I want to make a correction. Oh, we do have a correction. Oh, yes. I did make a mistake. I think this was two podcasts ago? It was the Movie Car Podcast. It was the Movie Car Podcast. So, like, two ago. I made a mistake. I said... uh, I said the DB... I think I said the DB10. Yeah. It was actually the DBS, and the DB10 didn't come out until Spectra. So I apologize. Yeah, we said the spec. You mean Spectre? Spectre. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Sorry. You're just That's riddled with errors. I also think we had Martin. It's Friday. <laughs> Martin, I, Martin, I, I, I had two beers Martin here. Martin earlier uh, corrected me earlier today because he had listened to 
I think again the movie podcast, the same podcast, yeah. the movie car podcast, and he was like, I think it was Libyans, not Syrians, <laughs> in uh, in Back to the Future. Oh yeah, who, that's who, true. Who, who Doc was buying yeah. the plutonium yes. from? Uh, I was like, so there, there's another correction. Yeah, you know, surprisingly, so. listeners, we're not always right. Right, and most of the time we are just talking out of and our we, ass. Yeah, so. actually, we don't want to hear it either. So don't tell us. It. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Please, no, we do want to hear please it. Please talk to us. Tell us that what's wrong. We want to make those corrections we might we may make this actually a segment and, and the, the correction part of the yeah, podcast the correction part. <laughs> topher thank you for your feedback yes it's true we appreciate and all that. of our listeners you are slowly saving us from our day jobs yes even though i'm doing part of my day job while i'm sitting here talking too so i mean that's fun Exactly. Um, oh yeah, grievances. Um, do, 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 do. I don't have any grievances this time. I just have had a great time for season one. I think it's been great. I think we've learned a lot. I think uh, we appreciate all the uh, people listening that are continuing to listen, and we want you to continue to listen. So, give us feedback. We like to hear feedback. But we've got a whole. Not a whole new version, but we got a n- kind of some new stuff coming, and uh, hopefully we can get some some more money so we can do some fun, fun, exciting things for season two. Definitely, season two is going to be excellent. We have a plan, we have a structure, we have overarching themes, and we have some really cool stuff coming up. So um, I want to thank you guys for listening, uh, sponsors. Uh, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles for giving us cars to play with. And um, I, rumor has it we're actually going to be getting some more, surprisingly. Rumor has it. We're getting, yeah. we're we're getting, getting non-Fiat Chrysler cars. I know. Ooh, we're right. getting a Mercedes. Well, hopefully. Don't jinx Potentially. us. Potentially. Don't Knock jinx on us. That wood right um, now. <laughs> on that note, if you'd like to sponsor us, please reach out to us on ourcommunitynow.com. Um, I just want to say thanks to Josh. No. Boo. Actually, no. Boo. You know we what? don't say thanks to our producer. <laughs> he, he Josh told doesn't us, do that much. He just presses buttons. No, he told us in our, me- our our season two meeting that we need to be meaner to him. So True. We're supposed hey, to be. Hey, Josh, this one's for you. Listeners, ah. please help us roast Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we want. We Actually, I think that should be a segment. We yeah. want to just roast the producer segment. So uh, tell our boss what we want to tell him, but we can't because we like our jobs. We'll give you uh, his phone number. It is. Just Please call him after nine. Okay, keep going. Sorry, that's okay. It's all good. Uh, mention Fiat Chrysler, ourcommunitynow.com, where you can read more on our thoughts on cars, culture, food, uh, for making this all possible. Want to hear more? Feel free to tailgate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, and OCN. I'm your host, Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening to another gasoline episode of OCN Drive. This has been OCN Drives with Jeffrey Herbert. OCN Drives has been brought to you by OurCommunityNow.com. Our Community Now, the website that shows you everything going on in your community right now.